Hello and welcome to the Home Care Pod, your local resource when considering care. Now introducing the Home Care Ladies, Laura Gillian and Audra Bidwell, at your service. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Laura and I'm here with Audra. Hey there, lady. Um, We just wanted to take some time and just spend time together talking about the benefits of home care and all sorts of things about what it means to be a caregiver, what it means to keep your loved ones at home. And today's just going to be the first time we do that. Audrey, you want to chime in? Tell us what you're excited about. Yeah, home care is super exciting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just really pumped to be here because this is a really something that, you know, this, this podcast is something that Laura and I have wanted to do for a very long time. There's a lot to learn about home care. And it's funny enough, relatively new in you know, the landscape of care. And so I think oftentimes it's not something that comes top of mind when we're thinking about you know what we're going to do when mom and dad are not successful at home. So I'm re- excited to be able to have a platform where we can kind of talk through the day-to-day of what home care is like. We've been doing this for what, 20 years now, Laura? A long and time. A long time. We've seen a, we've seen a lot. I, I stopped saying I've seen it all because just when I say that, something else happens. But um, we really have seen a lot. Yeah. And, you know, 2020, specifically with a pandemic, we've seen a real lot as far as home care and being a client through the pandemic and also being a caregiver through the pandemic. And I think that's a great play, place for us to start today. Yeah. It's been a crazy year, huh? It really, really has. Audrey, why don't you just kind of talk about from the client's perspective, the benefit of being at home? Yeah, this benefit has not presented itself more than this year because we have really, um, you know, stretched ourselves as an organization um, to really respond to everything that's been going on with COVID. It really added a whole new dimension to what we do. And we've discovered things about ourselves that we didn't even know before all this. And it's really brought our team closer together um, to solve different problems. But yeah, I, I think one of the things for me that just became really profound is that being at home truly is the safest place to be. And we learned that, you know, kind of in the thick of things on the run uh, while we we're trying to figure all of this out um, as you know, the pandemic kind of came upon us. So yeah, I I think about PPE. (laughs) (laughs) I think that idea of one-on-one care, um, having a personal caregiver in the home of a loved one is, is so much more comforting than kind of the alternative of being in assisted living or being in skilled nursing or being in the hospital when Um, We saw lots of people pull their loved ones out because they couldn't see them. They couldn't be with them. They could not. And they they didn't know how many caregivers were going to be kind of encountering their loved ones. And Audra, I know you have a very specific, like personal story about that. I'd love you to share about um, your grandmother, if you feel comfortable and just kind of her situation. Yeah, I do. you know, it's it, it's never an easy thing to make the decision on where you want to send your parents. 
Um, and in this case, it's my my grandmother. And unfortunately, in the area where my parents live in r- very rural Ohio, there weren't very many options available to my mom and dad. I know that my dad would have loved nothing more than to be able to keep my grandma home in her home where she was most comfortable, but it wasn't an option. And, and that's an unfortunate thing. But this year really um, it really was a big stress for him because he she was in in the facility in the assisted living that she lived in and we couldn't see her. We had at the very beginning they started allowing us to have um, some time with her outside, but we've noticed that the longer and longer that this has that this pandemic has drug on, the less and less she's remembering who we are. Um, which is great for her. And, you know, she has some memory care issues. So she's happy. She thinks that the staff is her family and she's happy. And that makes us happy to know that she's she's good there. But, you know, for us as a family, we we really miss her. And I know my dad misses her really bad. So it's it's been a huge proponent of why I have really wanted to um, push the team um, to help as many people as we can right now. And, um, you know, just be able to support these families who are going through the same thing that my family was going through, you know, it really is tough. And, you know, at the beginning of this, we didn't know what it would look like. We didn't know, you know, how many months we were talking about. We didn't know, we didn't really know anything. And we still are kind of in that unknown time, but we put some great thoughts into play as far as how do we keep caregivers safe? How do we keep our clients safe? And I, I think, you know, we do daily screenings of our caregivers at the beginning of every shift. Um, we ask our caregivers to get tested um, every other week so that we can make sure that we're sending good, healthy people to care for these sweet seniors in their homes. And even more than that is if they have any illness, we don't send them because we want to keep them safe. We want to keep our clients safe and just kind of being on top of the protocol and, and really making sure that that protocol works. And I think we've done a really good job. Audrey, if you want to just kind of talk about some cool things that the community did when we were trying to figure out what to do about getting PPE and, you know, and kind of our procedures when we're sending a caregiver and what does that look like? Oh, I know. Gosh, Laura, I feel like I got so many big like gray hairs from that process because it's one of those things like you don't know what you don't know. And so you kind of roll into this situation with a positive attitude thinking, all right, we're going to figure this out. And so we, at the very beginning, we realized right away, oh my gosh, we are, we can't get our hands on the things that we need in order to keep our caregivers safe, like masks and all this PPE that, I mean, I've never heard of PPE before in my life. I had to Google it. And when I figured (laughs) it out, I was like, oh, I know what this is. You know, we just, as a one-on-one caregiver, situation, we don't really need to utilize those things like masks and gowns. So when we went to go and find these things, they were not available. And lucky for us, we have some incredibly talented caregivers on our staff who are seamstresses and were able to knock out about 250 masks for us within the first couple weeks of all of this. So we were able to distribute at least two masks to every caregiver on our staff in this this fledgling attempt to keep everyone safe, which turned out in hindsight to be incredibly effective. Everyone was able to keep themselves safe. It was great. I'm very thankful. 
I so. remember at the beginning that we were hearing just mixed signals about masks. We didn't really know what do the masks work? Should you, when should you wear a mask? And I remember the first time someone said, oh, we could have someone sew masks. I actually laughed out loud because that seemed like the craziest thing. Like, what do you mean <laughs> sewing masks? But yeah. we never would have thought we would be in a situation where a mask was a, an everyday occurrence. But yeah. we've been able to keep so many clients safe and happy in their homes and right. where loved ones can see them and, um, you know, where they want to be. And I always say home is the best place to be. And yeah in comparison to assisted living or, or, or that sort of thing, skilled nursing, there isn't, you know, most of these people already own their homes. There's, this is not a last resort to put them in assisted living. Like people can stay home and do it very successfully. That's why we're here. And that's what we're here to talk about. This is just kind of a start and you're going to get lots of good ideas on how to keep your loved ones at home. And we hope you keep listening. It'd be great. One of the most phenomenal things, um, if there's any I mean, there was a lot of positive that we could pull out of this whole thing. But one of the things that struck me the most through all of this was it was super unfortunate to look around and see all of these businesses that we loved and these places that we would go kind of closing down around us. And it was it was heartbreaking, really, because, you know, these are this is my community and this is where, you know, my, I raise my kids and and all that I, I do. And it it. it because of seeing that happen, um, it was very profound to me to realize that what a blessing it is that we never had to do that. Right. We really didn't even have the option to do it because we were so essential to these people's lives that we're essential business. We're essential. We never even discussed the idea of shutting down. We just, all right, we're pushing through and it was scary. I'm just so proud of of what we've been able to do and being able to help just so many seniors. Right. Cause it really is the safest place to be. And every day I, I realize that more and more that, you know, it's kind of a, it's a, you know, it's a controlled environment in someone's home and, you know, there's very limited people coming in and out. And the longer this goes on, the more I realize that to be true. And so, you know, I, I know that there are numerous care providers out there doing their best. And I'm, I'm just so thankful to all of those folks too. This winter when we did, we do a, a program every year called Be a Santa to a Senior, where we put up trees around the community and people donate gifts and we distribute them out to different facilities to people who may not receive a, a gift in the holidays. We had some of the facilities coming in to pick up their gifts. And I took that opportunity to kind of chat with them about how things are going, how are you doing? And I found myself in these conversations where I would end by saying, thank you so much for all you're doing because you're doing a big thing and you're doing great work and you, you just realize how you're kind of all in it all together as a senior care industry. It's like a team and a family and we're all on the same page trying to reach the same goal of keeping these awesome people safe. So that was kind of fun too. There's a lot of good that came. Yeah, our greatest generation and we're here to help. That's right. Well, that was fun. Thanks for listening to our first one. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening to the Home Care Pod with Laura and Audra, your home care ladies. To learn more about home care or a career as a caregiver, please visit our website at www.homeinsteadswfl.com or call us at 239-226-0007.